Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hey, Flyover family, we are backstage at the Reawaken America event in Miami at a Trump Doral property. It is absolutely amazing. And we have Sam Sorbo with us. Sam, thank you so much for joining us today. Woo! <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. It's it's great. I, when I found out you guys were going to be here and you wanted me on the show, I was like, oh. yes, this is awesome. We, we, oh, love we had it. a really great talk the last time we did this. Yes, oh, we love we it. Every did. time we talk to you, we learn so much. And these could always be, you know, hours and hours. Every time I see you, it reminds me of a phrase we say almost every day now. It was a year and a half ago or so, first time we had a conversation with you, you made the, ex- the expression, because you're a big advocate for homeschool, you're a big advocate for creating content and curriculum and just empowering parents to yes. take ownership, you yes. know, and, and if they feel fearful, I don't know if I could do some of these things, and like, yes, yes. you can, you can do this. You made the, you made the expression, we come from a family of educators, Stacey's parents and aunts, uncles, uncles, our daughter. Our daughter know? went to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, if you like your children, you will get them out of the school system. And you first said that, it was like, that's a little heavy-handed there, Sam. You know? and, and I tell you what, now, as time has gone on, that's proved to be so true. Uh, yeah. and, and people have, have gone into too much of a default mode thinking, well, the school, it was fine for me. It'll be fine for my kids. Yes. It's a different it world than probably what people went through themselves. And there's so many things available now, and you're a big reason why, of, it's possible to not just check the box as a parent and a teacher, but you can actually thrive and it's an advantage for your kids. It's an advantage. So I, I advocate for happier parents, smarter kids, and stronger families. Wow. All three of those things are the opposite of what the school accomplishes. Yep. And so, yeah, here's the thing. You think, well, I went to school and I survived, so there's nothing really wrong yeah. with the school. Well, who's to say there's nothing wrong with you? <laughs> all, all, right? True. That's I know true. I tend to be a little heavy-handed, but the fact is that we have parents out there who think somehow it's okay to send their children yeah. into these abusive centers that are babysitters, really, because they're not even accomplishing what they say they want to accomplish, yeah. which is the academic part of education. And then the other thing is education is much more than academics. So ask anybody if they do for a living what they went to school for. It's a great 90% question. of people don't. Right. And so why did you go to school? And why do you have all of that debt that you're still paying off years later, it's right? True. So yeah. we 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 won't we don't do this. We won't impeach our own schooling because we were taught to think that we were educated. Yeah. We were taught to imagine that they accomplished what they set out to do. But intrinsically, we know that they didn't because we don't do what we went to school for. We know we learned so much more when we left school than what we learned in school. And in fact, we resented everything that we learned in school. Oh, I took that test, but I don't remember a damn thing the day later. I memorized it. So it's, it's all sort of upside down. And the only reason that we refuse to kind of come to that acknowledgement is because we went to school and they taught us not to do that. Right. And I, I've, yeah. I've said this for a long time now. The school's core competency is in teaching you how incompetent you are. So I'm about empowerment. I want parents to know that they were chosen by God for their children. Yeah. And therefore, they are equipped. He will equip you Amen. to educate your child. So good. The school is against the family. The schools have presided over the greatest theft in human history, the theft of the family. We've lost the family. Yeah. And how do I know that? Because I, I just had a conversation at my table 
uh, the gal wants to actually actually wants to quit work and be with her daughter at home, but her husband wants her to work because we put money in front of children. Yeah. We put everything in front of children. Mm-hmm. We don't prioritize children at all. So it's no wonder that now, yeah, they want to have sex with your kids and they're going to. And that's what's happening in the schools. Yeah. It is. You said you said they're babysitting, but not even babysitting. Because if I hired a babysitter when my kids were little, I thought they're going to take care of them. They're going to be okay. But in the school system, yeah. it's dangerous. Not only that, they're not even you'd protected. interview the babysitter, right? Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, well, I got three recommendations. Yep. Joe, Cindy, and, and you know Donna yeah. all love this gal. She must be good or whatever. Yep. You go to the school, you turn your child over to a complete stranger who, by the way, went to the Marxist indoctrination exactly. teaching college, Which we've seen on Libs of TikTok. Yeah. Thank you to Libs of TikTok yes. for getting this information yes. out. And we're seeing what's actually happening, what these teachers are yes. saying and doing. Yes. And, so. and, and yet, we are so indoctrinated ourselves that we think we don't have another choice. Right. We have to send our children to school. No, you don't. No, you don't. And you know what? Your child doesn't have to grow up to be a millionaire either. Right. Doesn't have to toe the the, the line in the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't have to. I'm going to bring up another uh, one of my favorite Sam Zorbo quotes You know, Uh-oh. here. You're, you're like a walking Twitter feed. Everything you say <laughs> is like, oh, that is, that is so good. Um, you said your, your, your child might be better off if you didn't send them to school yes. and, and they stayed home with you and you didn't even teach them anything. Yeah, you don't Nothing. have to. They just, they just yeah. follow just you follow around you. and follow yeah. what you do. And yeah. I, I thought about that a lot since you said it. What are What are... What are the things I use most regularly that have been the most impactful for me? They're all things I learned from somebody that I was in relationship with that poured into me. It was, it was a mentor. It was right. somebody here. You know, it was a, it was a right. family member. It was an uncle. It was somebody on vacation. It was a boss. Right. It was somebody in the process that, that, that poured into me. It wasn't in a seat raising my hand, somebody That's writing right. on a chalkboard. That's right. It was experiential from somebody who had done something, and I modeled what That's they did. And, you know, people got to ask themselves, like, you know, hey, would your kids be better off being more like you or not? And the kind well, of that's, a, a, that's thing, a two-phase right? question. If not, maybe you should start educating yourself. yourself. <laughs> we feel so incompetent that we don't think we have anything to offer yeah, our own children. Sad. Because the schools have rendered us with this feeling of inadequacy yeah. and incompetency. Oh, I can't teach my child math. So what? So don't teach your child math. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's in the book. That's and so they have good. calculators. And, all, and this is hard for me to say because I'm a math person. I love math. And I think everybody should learn math. And the reason that you learn math is not so that you can do math. It's so that you understand the logic. Mm-hmm. That's God's language. Yeah. Right? Wow. It's all yeah. God. It's all God breathes. That's good. But they take all of that away and they say, no, you have to learn math and you have to learn yep. it this way. And it only works this way. It doesn't. It works many different ways, but right. they only teach it the common core way or whatever. There are all of these fractures that the schools have generated that don't actually exist. And so if you just remove yourself from that system and you start to explore, who is this child that God gave me? Yes. How can I best serve this child? I want this child to grow up to be a warm-hearted individual who loves God, who loves other people, who understands forgiveness, knows how to offer forgiveness, knows how to ask for forgiveness, knows how to serve, knows how to accept help yep. when they need help, right? Those are things that the schools don't teach. Right. And you can teach, and they're terribly valuable, right? Yeah, definitely. So we just, we have a completely skewed um, idea of what education Mm -hmm. is, because we went to school, and the school taught us their definition of education. Well, look at their definition of education today. 
not good. Yeah. Terrible. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What are some tools, what are some different things that you recommend that parents can use to help themselves, either confidence-wise or in curriculum? It's so funny that you ask, because I have it right here. Yeah, yeah. And I think the things that you create that are available, like like the words for warriors, yeah. you, know, oh, stuff, you don't have to be a homeschool mom or parent or family to do that. Like, like these are good for no, every family true. to have yeah. sitting on their coffee that's true. table. So I, I wrote a devotional, which is a, I actually called it a school year devotional for families. And you don't need a devotional. You can just read the Bible, uh-huh. read the Bible. I'll tell you guys a quick story. Um, we used to do a Bible study and then I didn't have enough time to do the Bible study. So in, to go to the Bible study uh-huh. with the whole group of whatever. Right. So with my kids, I said to my kids, okay, we're just going to start reading the Bible ourselves. Now, I didn't grow up with the Bible. I didn't grow, I never read the Bible. But the Bible study was like my introduction to reading the Bible. Sure. So I started reading the Bible with my kids. I never told my kids they needed to read the Bible. We did it together. Uh-huh. I, but I never said, now you go study the Bible. You go. All three of my kids are grown now. They all have gone back to the Bible themselves, and they read the Bible, and they do Bible studies with their friends. They instigate Bible study. And this is what I realized. They figured out. I didn't even, I hesitate to say this, to admit this, right? The Bible is the answer book of life. But I never really thought of it that way. I thought it's it's the answer book for our religion or whatever. Yeah. No, it's the answer book of life. It's the answer key. Yep. Okay. And it's living. They figured it, still it out. Contains today. Yep. They figured it out. Now, if you if you go, oh, so actually life does come with instructions. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Like it's got it all figured out for you. You follow the teachings in the Bible, and if yeah. you don't, you go back and you figure out how yeah. you messed up, and then you go back and redo it or whatever. Yeah. This is an amazing tool that the children in school are being absolutely prevented, prevented yeah. from even exploring. Yeah, so okay, true. they're being dissuaded from looking at it. Yep. It is so valuable. The Bible is the best education. Mm-hmm. You want a good curriculum? The Bible. Yep. It's that simple. And if you don't know how to teach the Bible, there's a really good book. It's called the Bible. <laughs> I, you don't even you know, need a book to learn not, how to yeah. use the Bible. I'm not that much of a Bible. Th- I know this sounds weird. I'm not that much of a Bible thumper. But honestly, it was just the other day. And I realized all three of my kids are like studying, studying wow. yeah. the Bible. And I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. Because I didn't do that. All I did was show them that the Bible's like a really good history book. And it's kind of interesting. It's got some interesting stuff. Yeah, it does. Shakespeare quotes the Bible a whole heck of a lot. Like, there's something there. But they, on their own, because because they seek yeah. knowledge and truth, yeah. they went to it. And, and in the schools, we're completely... So if you're a Christian, I, I, I struggle to say this because it breaks my heart, but if you're a Christian... You have no business putting your child in a non-Christian school. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Like, Mm -hmm. no business. I don't think that children belong in school because I think that school is abusive in the way that it coerces so-called learning. Right. But certainly, if you're a Christian, you don't put your child in an institution that claims to educate and ignores the Bible. Right. That's exactly Especially when it's so clearly a a, a document... it's presented by the world oftentimes as something to keep you from having fun or to fill you with hate to judge others and things like this. And the, if there's, if you want to, cons- if you want to consider there's, there's, there's rules in the Bible, they're not even for God's pleasure as much as our protection. No. Like, like it's fu- a guidebook. Fu- yeah. Fundamentally, 
people aren't going to want to do business with me in my community if, if, if they if think I cheat. lie, right. if I cheat, if I'm not faithful to my wife. People aren't going to want to be in relationship with me. Yeah. If I, I mean, these things are more for my protection than that's they right. are God's pleasure. Yeah. You know, and, yes. we, and that's designed for us to thrive. If I, if I went to the pet store and bought a fish, they would say, Here's, he's a saltwater fish. He's a, this is right. the environment. This, yeah. this is how will you feed thrive. him. This yeah. is what you need. This, yeah. is what, this is what he... That, that, that book is designed for us to thrive. It's fish food. Period. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> for the fishes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so talk about some okay. of the tools that you have that make these things that sound kind of lofty. Well, it's easy for you. You're, you're an actress. So you probably have a whole staff of people that just help you. And you ring a bell oh gosh, and they I bring wish. you chocolates. And <laughs> that would be lovely. And Hercules yeah, nice comes life. and rubs your feet while you're homeschooling your kids. Like, it's so easy for you. You don't know what our life is like. Like, like. Talk about some of these tools you've created. You know what? You bring up a good point because it's, um, there's a challenge there. But I will tell you, so when I was was an actress, I did a show called Hercules. I met Kevin. I was like, this guy is the most amazing person in the whole world. And I knew that before I got married, I figured out that in order to get married, I'd have to compromise. But I didn't know what the compromise was. And I prayed to God. I said, God, just show me. Is he going to be short? Is he going to be stupid? Like, what's the... (laughs) Where's what's the compromise? Like, what's the yeah. compromise? It's, and then it's I'll good make you're willing. it you're because I understand I, I'm going to have to make a compromise. I just right. don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Life is sacrifice. They don't teach you that in school. They teach you sacrifice is evil. Yeah. In school. Yeah. They teach you you can have it all. Mm-hmm. They teach lies. Okay. Yep. We understand as Christians, life is sacrifice. Yep. We should be seeking. What's the sacrifice, God? Mm-hmm. Where do what do I need to give up to get the good stuff? Yeah, that's what sacrifice yeah. is. Sacrifice yep. is a net gain. Yep. Okay. We don't teach that. We teach sacrifice is a net loss. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. When it's voluntary sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. I hope you're listening. This, this is like is gold so nuggets right good. here. So so I said to God, okay, I understand it's going to be compromised. Just tell me what it is. Well, I met Kevin. He was Kevin. It's phenomenal. Like, oh my gosh, I hit the jackpot. No compromise. This is amazing. How am I going to make this work? I live in L.A. He lives in New Zealand. Well, we'll live in New Zealand, but I'll be traveling back and forth because I've got my career. I'm a career person. I was raised to get to make a lot of money and, you know, strive for the almighty dollar because that's what school's all about. Right. Make the money, make the money. That's your self-worth. Money, money, money. And I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work. And I'm just going, okay, well, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. And then he had three strokes and ended up in intensive care. And I got the be-all and end-all job. I got the best job ever because God doesn't do things halfway. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. So I got a job. It was a not national network TV commercial, three days, all expenses paid, first class, New York City for ice cream. And I love ice cream. <laughs> for, I mean, that is a dream <laughs> I job. Mean, how do you get better than that? And ka-ching, okay? That is a lot of money. You were getting paid to eat ice cream. I was wow. getting paid. To, I would. I would be getting paid to eat ice cream, but I had to leave him. He was in intensive care. Whoa. And I walked in the hospital room, not really having figured this out yet. Yeah. Right? This hindsight. But walked in the hospital room. I said to him, okay, so I actually booked this fabulous job that you know about because I told you about it three days ago or whatever. And they, they want me, but I'd have to leave tomorrow for New York. Do you want me not to go? And he goes, yeah, I want you not to go. I mean, he's lying on his deathbed. Yeah. Right, yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And I go, oh. Oh. That's the compromise. There you go. Man. Okay. Okay, done. Wow. That's it. Yeah. We re- we don't learn to prioritize. Once you prioritize, yep. everything is clear. Yep. 
everything the, the skies opened up literally well like, and, it, and it's not a loss it, it's, it's trading pennies for dollars yeah. yes but this seems like the other way around to start with yes yeah. but, it, but it creates the soil for you to have a life yes yep. and so that so I have a wonderful marriage and I yes. have three gorgeous children and, and you know it's hard. It's not like, oh, and then and then life was easy from then on. Sure. No, I mean, he had three years of recovery. He battled, and right. I was there. And so I'm just saying, the sky's cleared. Mm-hmm. The, the confusion went away entirely. Mm-hmm. If you prioritize your children, you are prioritizing the most important relationship you will have in your lifetime. It's your yep. children. Yep. Because they live on, and you don't. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's that simple. This real talk here. That's it really, is. people need to hear this. Mm-hmm. God willing, right? Yeah. God willing. They live on. Yeah. You won't. So, right. so, so I developed the playbook for home learning. This is a 15 video series that lives online. Mm-hmm. And so you get the playbook. This is basically a workbook. If you look, it's a lot of empty, empty, uh, fill in the blanks kind right. of thing to get you to the point where you feel confident. Yeah. And it's great. I'm getting comments from people who go through it and they go, now I know more about what I'm trying to accomplish here instead of just trying to jump through the, the, the hoops that the school right. has set up. Yep. Oh, he's got he's to pass algebra by mm-hmm. eighth grade mm-hmm. and he's got to do this and, you know, he's got to make an A on the exam. No, 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 that's not what it's about. You're crafting an adult. You're not raising a child. That's so good. Again, okay, so it's the playbook. I'm telling you, if somebody followed you around learning. and tweeted everything you said, they yeah. would have a massive following. So you can get this at sorbostudios.com. Sorbostudios.com. Okay, what else do you have? Okay, this is your religious nation. This is a DVD. It's a video. Okay. Uh, a documentary that Kevin and I did. We we walked in the footsteps of Jesus. We took a tour of 65 people through Israel. And we just got back from Israel. Did you know that? Like no, day, I didn't. Day before know. we came here, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm seeing so your pin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just got back. I leave amazing. on Wednesday. Oh, you do. I'm leaving another tour. 80 uh, people this time. How long will the tour be? 12 days. Man. That's very exciting. Okay, so what? Okay, so with this video, what's in the video? So the video, we're asking the question: Is does faith really matter? Is religion important? Wow. And of course, you know the answer, yep. but it's really interesting to to go through this with these people who are they're on a search for their faith. Maybe they've fallen away from their yep. faith. Maybe they just want some reassurance. Maybe they want... And Israel, you know this, changes you as it does. a person. We knew it by does. the end of the first day we wanted to come back. Yeah, we were like, okay, we're coming back. We're like, we, we were there for 10 days. We're like, okay, first day, we're like, okay, we're, we need to plan our next... Well, I, our, our tour, so our, this one sold out, but next year is now on... On the website, so Perfect. if you want to so go they can, to Israel, they can go to sorbostudios.com you can go to sorbostudios.com. Now, is this DVD okay. download only, or can they buy it online and download it to their computers? It's available online. It's also streaming on salemnow.com, and okay. it's streaming on epictv.com. Okay. okay. Perfect. So, All right. It's streaming, Perfect. and it's available. <laughs> and here. it's my gift to you. Oh, this, I, I'm all about this. I want to go back tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. There's, did you say there's 65 interviews on that? No, there are 65 people who went on the tour with us. 65 that went on the tour. And so you're watching their their progress, and they're wrestling with their faith, and they're learning things that they didn't know. And it's Wow, just, I love it's that. Cool. You know, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I know if you buy a, a white pickup, also you see white pickups everywhere. Yeah. I know that happens, but I can't believe how many people I know right now are either going are going to Israel, Israel, just went, give a go. And some of that's yeah. just my reticulars and it's probably tuned on I don't it. think so. But it's it's massive numbers. Yeah. I, think, I think I've kind of, my working philosophy on this is I think people are so disillusioned with like my doctor lied to me I'm not sure about my pastor I'm not sure yeah, about this and they're yeah. like I want truth 
because they're saying the same comment. People are reading their Bibles at home on their own. People yeah. that have been believers, they've gone to church yeah. for 20, 30 years, but they've never read their Bible at home. And, and I think that path organically leads you back to Israel. So it's interesting yeah. because I was just talking with somebody and she said, you know, they've, they've said, oh, the kids were so injured by staying home and the school's shutting down and, and uh, your mental illness is on the rise and this and that. And the other thing, and, uh, th- like basically the, 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 the decimation of people, mm-hmm. right? But on the flip side, a lot of people turn to get help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they're focusing on all the negative because mm-hmm. they don't want to see mm-hmm. that kids started playing outside again and went, oh, actually, outdoors is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Exactly. And parents started spending time with their kids yep. and families got closer and, right, people stayed home and they realized, I can get by on I less can do that. Yep. or I can start a small business instead of going into the office yep. because they had to or yep. whatever. And so, you know, we do tend to, look, the news is, is negative focused, right? Yeah. But, and I think we should take heart. I, I thought it was interesting that this this person I was talking to brought that up and said, no, you have, you know, we need to also see that there was a lot of good mm-hmm. that has come out of COVID that it was yeah. unintentional, right. I think. Exactly. Right? But God is so creative that he can take something that was meant for bad and of course. always turn it to good. And people are starting to question the experts. Mm-hmm. Well, our school system yes. has taught us, don't question the experts. Right. Right. What's the first thing you learn in school? What do you have to do when you want to ask a question? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. And be what quiet. is that? Yep. That is a deterrent. Mm-hmm. Don't ask. Right. Yes. Don't ask. It's too hard. And and by the way, who who wants to draw? I'm the stupid one. Look right. at me. Exactly. Right. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. terrible. It's a deterrent. Yeah. Yep. It is the lesson of don't ask. Trust the experts. Mm-hmm. Sit there like a baby bird. Allow yourself to be force fed whatever whatever they want to tell yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, we're at an event right here where people have said, "Ah, oh, that's enough yeah. of that. Right. I'm not, I'm not, doing this I'm not buying any of that. You have to do all your own research. You it's so, yeah. I mean, yes, it's hard, but it's also really um, empowering. Yeah. yeah. These, these so events true. sell out like that because people are hungry. They're like, you yeah. know what? I, I, I want to know. Been, I've been yeah. eating cardboard my whole life, right. and, I, and I have scurvy. Yeah. So, like, what, what's real? And <laughs> they want to find vitamin it. C. Yeah. Yes. Okay, last, last one. one. This, is, this is one of David's favorites. This is one of my favorites. So this Words is your vitamin C. Yes. yes. So I got fed up. In fact, I want to ask people now. I just heard it again. Uh, 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 the, na- the Nazi Party. The Nazi Party was the National Socialist Party. Mm-hmm. When did socialism become right wing? <laughs> no, they said, oh, but Hitler's a fascist. Well, when did he switch from socialism to fascism and how did that work right. and why do you think fascism's right wing if Hitler just went from socialism to fascism which he didn't by the way he didn't he was a socialist through and through yes mm-hmm. okay so so I got fed up with people trying to tell me that fascism is somehow right wing and I heard it again on a podcast this morning mm. um, uh, RFK Jr. The, the, the there's another party that's the socialist national party of Ukraine, and he's saying it was really the right wing, right wing nut jobs that were doing this. They're the Socialist National Party. I'm sorry. How is socialism again? How is socialism right wing? Right. Explain this to yes. me. Yeah. But they, it's it's because it's easier to paint evil as right wing. So I was I was in Costa Rica, driving to the airport in uh, the airport shuttle, and I sat next to two German people. They gave up Germany. They sold everything and moved to Costa Rica. So they're expat, expats in Costa Rica because the German people, as you know, they follow all the rules. And so if you were anybody who was questioning the narrative, you were ostracized wow. and out, right? So they left Germany. 
And I said to them, yeah, you know, California's really bad. Um, you know, there's there's homeless on the streets, there are tent cities, there are drugs everywhere. They actually give out syringes to people to shoot up. Like, I mean, it's, it's like crazy. You can't believe that's happening. And they said, oh, because the governor's a Republican? And I said, no, the governor's a Democrat. And that's why. Yeah. I said, but I moved to Florida, and I love Florida because it's free and it's wonderful and it's, you know, all about freedom. The governor said... I trust the people to make up their own minds. I'm not going to put mandates on people and stuff like that. And they go, oh, is that because the governor's a Democrat? <laughs> and I said, no, no, the governor's a Republican. And she said, but but we're, we were told that the Republicans are all really crazy, far right wing uh, fascists. Uh. Yeah. So we have this idea, they have this idea that whatever is evil is Republican. This is what they're teaching in our schools. Yes. Yes. Whatever is bad and evil, whatever you don't like yeah. must be Republican. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so true. You know, walking through the Holocaust Museum uh, uh, there in, in Israel, um, one of the things that jumped out at me is they had a small radio and they gave them yeah. to the German people, but it was calibrated where it would only pick up the state approved authorized right. stations. I'm like, wow, that is America. Yep. Because the, the left has the control age, of that. That's right. We live in the age of the most information and the most censorship. Yes. 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 It's all available except you can't you have can't it. You can't have it. Yes. Maybe well, because exactly right. the most obesity and most malnourished yep. population in the history of the world as well kind of goes hand in hand. Yep. Very crazy. true. Okay, so it's Words for Warriors. So Words for Warriors is, is my take on, well, it's all these words that they've taken and redefined for us yep. and I said no I'm going to codify actual definitions where the, the etymologies are where they came from why they it. mean what they mean and didn't you start this when you're driving your kids to school in the mornings weren't you like talking in the car with them yeah, about so that that's, and... that's the forward of the book thank yeah. you for remembering yeah. that yeah I mean, because I you, we really love this book what, what we don't understand what we don't teach in school like I, f I feel like I'm like starting education for the world you know for so many people because we all went to school and we didn't learn this in school. Do you know how wealth is created? Wealth is created when two people each have something that the other deems more valuable to them. Yeah. yeah. And so they trade. So you you buy my book, okay? I have a lot of books. So 30 bucks is like, thank you. I right. can use the money. Yeah. You don't have this book. Right. There's a lot of information in here. Yep. 30 bucks to you. No, you want the information. And it's faster for me yep. to read the book than to go research the book right. and write it myself. Right. Who's wealthier? It's fair. We both are. Yeah. Probably me because I gained all this knowledge. Yeah. I can but turn into a lot of money. But do you see that wealth just was created out of nothing? Yep. This is God's economy. Yeah. Five oh, loaves good. feed 5,000. Yes, exactly. Okay? It's created out of nothing. Yep. Well, wealth of knowledge is created in the exchange of ideas. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to be wealthy, so they're going to shut you up. Yep. Yep. So we have to understand the spiritual element of the censorship. Yep. It's because socialism seeks to impoverish everybody in more ways than one. He is very loud. Oh, it's, yeah, this is a rocking place. We never. Yeah, we again. We're at Pastor Mark Burns is on stage, and the crowd always loves him. They go crazy. Yeah, SorboStudios.com, EpicTV.com. We'll put the links down below. Sam, thank you so much thank for stopping by. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. This is fun. 
Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Flyover family. We have a brand new sponsor for the Flyover Conservative Show, Heaven's Harvest. So exciting. We've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now, our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world. Not just the, the big major stuff, but ice storms in Texas and things that you know you don't plan on. And I guess the level of personal responsibility of like, hey, we have people that we care for that depend on us. And so we've been tiptoeing into it, but it's overwhelming. It's like, what do I do next? And so we've made little steps in that process, but we've been asking everyone we know, everyone we respect, in this space, hey, who's a good supplier of things? Who has food? Who has food that you would actually eat if you if you had to? That without eating styrofoam, that you'd be gagging down if you lost a bet. You know, like like real actual food that if you put it away for storage, that when it came time to do it, would be palatable. As well as as heirloom seeds. You know, a lot of the seeds nowadays you plant them, they're not they're not you can't reproduce with them. You know, they're, they've been genetically modified and really messed up. So. We've been asking people, we, we, yep. we, we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from his Seth Olhouse with Man in America, and, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount to the Flyover family. That's exactly right. When you go to heavensharvest.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get 10% off. What a great deal. We are so thankful and excited about this partnership. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. <sighs> How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. 
for all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature-regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.